going on, everyone? Macho Man Maddie Savage back once again. Happy New Year to everyone. Hope y'all enjoyed that day one pay-per-view because we got a lot to get into on this uh, raw recap here. Three hours wrapped up in 15 minutes. Let's get going, guys, because we got a lot to get into, man. Show kicks off. Your new WWE champion. You heard it right. And no, it was not a fatal four-way as originally scheduled for the day one pay-per-view. In case y'all missed it, Roman Reigns did test positive for COVID-19, so he was unable to make the pay-per-view. And instead, we get Brock Lesnar inserted into that fatal four-way with Big E, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Bobby Lashley. And the Beast Incarnate himself is the new WWE champion. Yes, as soon as he was inserted into that match, it just, it all lined up. that To me, there was no way he was going to lose that match. Um... And that's exactly what happened. So your champion kicks off the show. Yes, Brock Lesnar is on Monday Night Raw kicking off the show. But the ring the ring is dark to kick off. Lights open up. It's Paul Heyman in the ring. So Paul Heyman introduces the reigning, defending, you know, you know his whole gimmick. And out comes Brock Lesnar. He grabs a set of steel steps, puts him in the ring, stands on top of him, and he tells the crowd to acknowledge him. So a little bit of a dig on Roman Reigns. He told him he'd see him soon. And this this promo was all about highlighting not only one Brock Lesnar's championship victory at the day one pay-per-view, or the premium live event as they're calling him now, but also about building up the fatal four-way main event that was scheduled for this episode of Raw. So the, the match that was scheduled for the, the pay-per-view, the premium live event, was now the main event of this episode of Raw, and the winner of that is going to take on Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. So Paul Heyman talks up all the competitors, and uh, he he gives a lot of credit, especially to Bobby Lashley, and it doesn't really surprise me. But um, at the end of the day, no interruptions on this promo. Uh, this was just Brock Lesnar on the mic, Paul Heyman on the mic, and that's going to do it. Moving on now to the tag team division. RK Bro successfully defended those tag team titles at the uh, at day one against the Street Profits. Tonight they take on Alpha Academy. Yes, the same two guys they've been feuding with over the past two to three weeks. And even though they beat them in individual singles matches uh, on the most recent episode of Raw, now we get a tag team match. Titles are not on the line. And Alpha Academy pick up a huge win and essentially they've kind of earned their tag title opportunity and i'm guessing that would be set for the royal rumble as well but nevertheless otis picks up the pin on riddle and yeah tag team division guys not surprising i've been talking up alpha academy i really thought that was the end of them last week when they lost the two singles matches to orton and riddle but they keep it going and i'm not disappointed about it Next up, Becky Lynch. So she retained her title against Liv Morgan at day one. She comes out, talks her trash as she's been doing week after week after week. And it's been good shit. And she gets interrupted by Liv Morgan. Yes. So Liv Morgan loses, but she's coming right back out there. Yep. And <laughs> as she's talking, Bianca Belair's music hits. She comes out, starts talking about how she had a little bit of a dew drop. For a couple of weeks. And she, she was out of that women's championship picture. But now she is trying to claim her. Uh, that she should be the one challenging Becky Lynch. So 
all hell breaks loose. The uh, the man stands tall at the end of it all. She ends up hitting a manhandle slam on Bianca Belair. And end of segment. So to recap where it gets, I guess, even better than this is it's because to me, I thought we were going to get a triple threat match. Instead, we're going to get a triple threat match next week on Raw between Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair, and Dewdrop. So Dewdrop was backstage with uh, Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville, and she talked about how it's the same old crap in the women's division and that she feels that she deserves that opportunity. So what do they do? Even though she just lost the feud to Bianca Belair, they put her into that triple threat uh, number one contenders match next week on Raw. So that should be an interesting match. Um, I really don't know who's going to come out on top at this point because I, I think they're going to save Bianca Belair uh, and Becky Lynch for uh, WrestleMania. But at the end of the day, and we're going to get into this in a few with AJ Styles, sometimes they just push the fast forward on a potential feud and ju- they just get it out of the way. Real quick, up next, the 24-7 championship was defended in a mixed tag team match. Yes, you heard that right. Uh, Dana Brooke teamed up with Reggie to take on Tamina and Akira Tozawa. And as I say every week, what you're hearing is exactly how bad it really is. Um, The women didn't even get tagged into the match. Reggie picked up the win on Akira Tozawa via roll-up. And yeah, just absolute trash. Women's tag team titles were defended, so Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. looking to finally regain those titles. Nikki A.S.H. trying to get back on her winning ways against the women's tag champs, Queen Zelina and Carmella, and they were unsuccessful. Uh, Nikki A.S.H. picked up the uh, the L again for the team, and the champions retained. Uh, I read Carmella wasn't even factored in. Uh, she She wasn't even tagged into the match as a legal competitor, so... That just tells you how poor this match was as well. Street Profits. So they're coming off a loss at day one, but they take on Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz in a tag team match. So this wasn't too bad. Uh, This was, to me, all about getting the Street Profits back in the winning column, and that's exactly what they did. They picked up the win. Montez Ford hits a frog splash on Apollo Crews for the one, two, three. Now the United States Championship defended in a no if if Damian Priest is disqualified or counted out, Dolph Ziggler becomes the United States champion. So uh, a nice little storyline here they've been building again. I've been talking about it each week on the podcast, but um, this was more geared towards, you know, Damian Priest has this other side of him that when it snaps, he has no control over it over it and it's cost him. Uh, a count out. I mean, it, it's got him disqualified. So they put that stipulation into this match and it worked out real well. Um, I thought this was a really good match between the two. Dolph Ziggler is the the veteran here and he's one of the best sellers in all of WWE. So these two put on a pretty damn good match. Bobby Roode, Robert Roode got himself involved towards the end, which triggered Damian Priest into Damian, the bad guy, the, the guy that has no control. So he whoops Rude's ass. It, it, it fit into the actual match itself, but he ended up controlling himself enough to uh, hit the reckoning on Dolph Ziggler to retain that United States Championship. Next up, Miz TV. So the Miz and Maurice are out, and they're just, I don't even know if they call this Miz TV. I think they did, but uh, this was just the Miz bitching and moaning about his loss to 
Edge at day one. So in case you all missed it, Beth Phoenix made her appearance on the pay-per-view to, to kind of even the odds. And eventually Edge ended up picking up that win once Miz was distracted. So he was trying to blame Beth as the reason for his loss. B- bunch of bullshit. So Edge and Beth Phoenix come out and they challenge the Miz and Maurice to a tag team match at the Royal Rumble premium live event. It's going to be really tough to get into that PLE um, talk, but it is what it is. The, the The match has been set. It was accepted by the Miz. Maurice didn't seem too happy about it. Um, and once Beth Phoenix kind of looked like she was going to go at Maurice, she fell. And uh, yeah, that was the end of the segment. So another couple weeks to build up, continuing to build up Edge and uh, Beth Phoenix against The Miz and Maurice at the Royal Rumble. So looking forward to that one. I thought they were going to have this match potentially be at WrestleMania, but they're really, it looks like they're really trying to beef up and bulk up that Royal Rumble uh, PLE, um, which they should be because the Royal Rumble is one of their top pay-per-views, pay- premium live events of the year. As I mentioned earlier, that fast-forward button, it's been hit, and it's been hit hard. Uh, AJ Styles versus Omos, it's already happening. So these guys turned on – Omos turned on AJ a couple weeks back. He wasn't on last week's episode of Raw. Again, they were kind of working through COVID, and it looked like there were a, a, a number of competitors that weren't on that particular episode. But he's back on this one. He takes on AJ Styles one-on-one, and this was a clinic for Omos, man. And it's unfortunate, but I, I can see what they're trying to do. Uh, a credible opponent, a veteran like AJ Styles, taking on uh, a very green, still to me, Omos. But uh, AJ Styles puts him over. He takes bump after bump, and Omos picks up a big win as he continues to push towards uh, the Royal Rumble. I'm guessing he's going to be a part of that. Before the main event, guys... Um, there was a quick little segment about Alexa Bliss. She has not been seen sent for four months now, I believe it was. And uh, her journey back to Raw starts next week. So no idea how they're going to sell that. They, they showed some highlights of, you know, Charlotte Flair ripping up Lily the Doll in their match at the uh, pay-per-view a couple months back. But Alexa Bliss is on her way back to Raw. I thought they were going to save her return as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. But nevertheless, that's not what's happening. And uh, we'll, we'll see how they build her return starting next week. Now that main event, guys, Bobby Lashley, Big E, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens in a fatal four-way match to, to determine who will take on Brock Lesnar at Royal Rumble. And man, this was a fantastic main event. All hell broke loose. These guys fought through the crowd into the, the, the backstage area. They came back out. They used ladders. Uh, no ladders, sorry. They used steel steps. They went through tables. It it was chaotic, as you would expect from these four guys. If, if this was the match they were going to put on at day one, this would have probably been the match of the night on that pay-per-view. But obviously plans changed. Things have happened. And this was your main event. And these guys all delivered. Um Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, I mean, Kevin Owens did a swanton off uh, while he was in the crowd in between the, the, the sections onto all three competitors. I mean, the, he don't give a damn about his body. I mean, he he's great. 
he's he's a great superstar. Uh, he teamed up with Rollins for most of this match, as he kind of promised him prior. Kevin Owens had this whole plan of, you know, one of us picks up this win, one of us goes on to take on Brock Lesnar, and then once one of us beats him, then we get to face one another at WrestleMania for the championship. So a good little story that Kevin Owens built uh, in a in a backstage segment prior to this match, and they did follow through with being a team for most of it. But at the end of the day, it's Bobby Lashley that's going to come out on top. He hits a spear on Biggie, a spear on Seth Rollins, and then a spear on Kevin Owens for the pin. One, two, three, and there it is, guys. Your dream match has been set for the Royal Rumble. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. And I can tell you, that is not something I expected to say based on how things were going as of last week's episode of Raw. So, as always, things do change on the fly. And, man, things have changed in a huge way. Big E, respect for that man. I mean, he did what he could in his run as the champion. But it looks like I don't even know if he's going to be in the, the, the title picture at this point going forward. At least not for the next month or two. But um, very unfortunate for him. Bobby Lashley is reaping the benefits. And, honestly, the man deserves it. He, he killed it throughout the, the this entire pandemic. Um, even when he was the WWE champion himself. So Lashley versus Lesnar should be a hell of a match at the Royal Rumble. So they are really trying to bulk up and beef up that uh, premium live event coming at the end of this month. Um, as I mentioned, Edge and Beth Phoenix will be taking on Miz and Maurice. Now we've got Brock Lesnar versus uh, Bobby Lashley. We've got the two Royal Rumble matches themselves. Um, so a lot to build still. Before that pay-per-view in a couple weeks, three weeks, I believe it is. Uh, this episode of Raw, for a grade for me, high upgrade. I'm going to a flat B on this one. And uh, this was a huge improvement week off over week. Obviously, last week they only had so many things they could work with. There was still some bad, like the Women's Tag Team Championship match, like the 24-7 Mixed Tag Team match. I mean, that was just garbage. But a lot of other good stories were told. A lot was built up. And uh, they've got more to tell. You know, this is why we watch, guys. And this is why I'm here to break down Raw in three hours and 15 minutes of your time. It's really that simple, guys. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you hit me with the five stars over on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, wherever you are listening to um, this Raw recap. But as always, thank you all for tuning in, and I will talk to you all next week.